Smooth jazz opening. Welcome, guys. Thumbs up cast. This is episode quattro. And it's me, Rhodes. And Joseph had a question for me today. I did. I have a question for you. Are you ready for the big question? I'm ready. Tell me. Are you sure? Uh, Well, I don't know what the question is, so... (laughs) What is it? Well, I was going to ask you because uh, you've been talking about this new comic book that you're reading. Not really new. New to me. New to you. Well, not new to me. It's like, um, oh, should I just jump into it then? Yeah. It is called Crossed. Ooh. So you you told me a little bit about it, but not very much I could grip on. Yeah, it's super intense because basically the way it's set up is it's in a world where there's this infection going around that causes a rash on the face shaped like a cross and it turns people insane and basically makes them it is it breaks down their their morality barrier they it turns them into psychopaths they're usually randomly laughing put you know just cuss all the time and they attack people murder them and they even like rape people i don't know if this is a thing but isn't the frontal lobe of your brain isn't that where all the 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 morality stuff is it could be something like that but the cross part actually it looks a little bit more sometimes like an upside down one because it goes from the forehead down to the chin and the cross goes usually across the cheeks but it's all the way down to the bone so it could be kind of a midway thing but yeah that's the they don't and here's a fun thing the comics are set up in story issues usually about a dozen or so and they follow different characters around at different times doing different things and so each story is set up like uh, you're following around a person or a group they have and you just see how they're dealing with the world they don't focus uh, the the comic itself doesn't focus too much on like the origin of it but the characters usually they'll pop up like what why did this happen why was it and i think they have one run where they're trying somebody's trying to find out what happened and it almost all of them this is one of the few comics where the endings can be sort of up in the air and a little bleak and unlike lost or uh, anybody that guy who makes all those things where they just like it's an open ending it can be whatever you want (laughs) it's not like that it's usually it's a pretty bleak ending but they leave them open because the whole thing is like the world hasn't finished uh, you might compare it to Walking Dead, but it's like Walking Dead sticks say. more yeah. to like specific people. Like each comic, they they and they usually don't even reference the other people in the comics. Like they'll never have any interactions with each other at oh, all. Wow. So that's what makes it pretty cool. There's it's um, kind of difficult, wouldn't you say? Like character building for so long and then it, totally giving up that just yeah. Oh man, like the, and killing yeah, off people. Yeah, like I said, it's not linear. Like the there's the first ones are. Uh, the first issues actually they were sort of semi-specials and i guess they were like kind of in the middle of all this stuff happening and one was like dealing with the little boy stuck in a tower and it was just a one-off there's another one where it was just some people in australia and that was a one-off you never see those characters again Mm -hmm. uh then the main the first run was like a person who he was around it starts off with him reacting to the world as it was happening and you know trying to survive after that and then there's just like other everyone else the the only time you see a fl- like what happened at the beginning is when they have a flashback then there's also one the one that there was like the best one i read was called crossed 100 plus uh-huh. and it was 100 years after the event had happened oh really that was awesome man it was like a lot of character development a little difficult to read because they change up like the way english has adapted so like they so is that the one that terminology you're yeah reading Okay. Or instead of saying like, "Oh, I was thinking about doing something," they might like say, "I was sculling." 
something, you know? And they even, there's uh, later in the comic, they get people who have been holed up in, I'm guessing, Manhattan Island or New Jersey or some one of the islands on the East Coast. And they have like super heavy New Yorker accents that are all fused together. But they're actually easier to read than most of the, uh, or it was at first, the, the uh-huh. people's uh, dialect, I guess you'd say. But once you get used to it, like it's it's pretty adaptable. Like most of it makes sense in the context that they're using it. So it's pretty quick to adapt to. But oh my gosh, like don't let people catch you watching it because they, <laughs> it, it can be pretty bru- It can be pretty intense. That's it what I was going to say. It's super gruesome. Oh, right? yes, man. It's like NC-17 from the beginning. I enjoyed like, it. I mean, I because I did read The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I watched the show, but I also read the comics. And those comics. are pretty brutal, too. Yeah. Have, so you read it, too? I've seen some of them. Like, when it first came out, I read a couple of issues. And it's like, they do... And the art style is usually pretty similar in that the they do a lot of detail and really good line work. So mm-hmm. when somebody's messed up, you see they, they draw the intestines and the skin hanging off and stuff. And it looks pretty intense. Did you uh, ever read the Michonne, the Michonne scene? No, uh, I did not. Oh, okay. So this Tell is me. the spoiler alert i guess if you want to read the comic because the comic is different in a lot of ways from the actual show mm-hmm. um, it's black the and game, white there's cool. a lot of games mm-hmm. that are different but the games are based off of the show none of them are based off the comic actually no really they're actually based in the world but with different characters Ooh. it's kind of well there's there's some similarities like there's glenn and he's still the like nerdy kind of dude that he's in the show um, stuff like that are still the same, but it is different characters, and it's really. I honestly like the game. We always tie this podcast back into games. Of course, but I mean that's what it's about. But yes, tell me about the game. I've never which one. Uh, it's called The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's called The Walking Dead. Is it Dead. the one that you played on the phone? No, no, no. It is. Oh, uh, tell me. It is. I think it came out during like the 360 and PS3 era. And I actually have the first one. Maybe we could play that. Oh, okay. But, uh, I'd, actually, that would be a really awesome game to play because it is a little bit of an adventure game. So is it like, oh, okay, adventure game, first-person shooter, building? Because what's it got in it? What do you, what do, you it's, do? It's a very a different... Have you ever played any of the Telltale games? Mm. Uh, there's like there's a, a new Batman one that came out fairly recently. Um, I'm going to say no because I can't remember. Well, it's it. based on the comic book style. Ooh. With different characters from maybe the show and the comic book together nice. and stuff like that, and it's so. What do you mean the Telltale really style? So the Telltale style has it's it's a company and it's their own style. Oh, okay, okay, and um, it's very it's very like a comic book esque. So that's I why with you. especially with Batman, it's like the company really that good. makes Gears of War. Whenever they make other games, you could see that Gears of War style in the characters. Yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> exactly. I got you. The square face. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's like just like made of like Tonka. They look like they're made by like Tonka toys or something. <laughs> the hands the size of their heads and feet too. Yeah, for real. But uh, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting style and it's really it's an awesome thing to look at what, as you play through it. What do you do? So you go through. You start off as um, you start off as this dude. Forgot his name because I played it so long ago. We start off as this dude and he's a uh, in the in a police car with. Yep. Uh, he's you. You don't uh, know exactly what he did in the very beginning, but he's in the he's in the cop car. He's in the back, yeah. And the the cop asks him like, "Did you do it?" and stuff like that, or and all this stuff. And he will say like, "Well, yeah, I believe you." And they they have a full on conversation, and you're able to like yeah. you have a time limit to choose different options that you want. Oh, to choose. okay. So you're like communicating with yeah. them. Yeah. Cool. So you're going through, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's someone walking in the road, and you hit this thing. Person. Of course, a person, but um, 
you crash and you uh, as soon as somebody's dead you're a thing now you're a thing and um <laughs> i disagree with your politics you're a thing you know, like better have like the right patches on and like not be wearing a wrong kind of shirt let me let me see what your political affiliations are like oh you're you're not an organ donor i was like well you are now stab 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 <laughs> you have a very intense view of people okay so yeah you you hit the guy i imagine that stops the conversation and i'm assuming you get in a car crash because oh. I think he swerves off or some. I don't know if you hit him or I think you swerve off maybe. And um, you end up in like a ditch with a bunch of trees around you and stuff. You wake nice. up and um, you see this thing hovering over person hovering oh, over this. Uh, the, he did the, the air cop. quotes. You can't do air quotes <laughs> on a podcast. You have to say this quote unquote thing thing. But um, yeah, so you, you see it and then that's how you start the game and you meet this little girl. And um, she's really she's a little cute little girl. She's like seven, maybe eight. And um, she's hiding in a, she's hiding somewhere. Then you uh find out like what happened to her parents, and she's there waiting for her parents. Because it was an ugly little girl, you'd have been like, I don't care, just kick her away and be like, go stand in the middle of the road. She's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's a really interesting story, and you get really attached to all the characters. Uh, And so whenever you gotta kill them, it makes it more intense. It's. Actually, you have, and that's the biggest thing about the game, is that you have the choice to save one person or kill them or save another or believe one person, and it affects your relationship with someone else. Now, that is stuff I like in video games. And that's what I was going to say. We we have to play that because I do have it on my PS4 so we can play it. Sound good? Heck yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, and it's, it's... It's different from the comic and it's different from the yeah. show. So it's it gives you a different cool. experience. Crossed is a comic that probably shouldn't be turned into a video <laughs> game. It would be pretty intense. But honestly, I don't even know if I want to play in that world. It would just be too scary. Well, you said it's made by the people that made Invader Zim? No. no? I did not say oh, that. Oh, that was the other one, right? That was Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. The- yeah. Which is also now that one is also <laughs> brutal, but that one's more in a comical sense. Crossed, they they do have comedy in it, but it is lent more towards. It's supposed to be in the real world. It's supposed to be real world. This stuff happens. It's it's in the the vein of like the old uh, 19, ooh, 60s, 70s horror comics, okay. like Tales from the Crypt and stuff, where they do re- they 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 make a point. To, they're like edge masters a bit a bit with it. Like they are some very brutal scenes. Especially in the earlier issues, it's not until like some of the later ones that I guess you get the point enough that you could they sort of tone it down. And they definitely the the artists are pretty good about like implying stuff, or they'll straight up say something, but they won't actually show you directly visceral what they're doing. Although now when I'm saying that, you pop open a comic and see somebody getting ripped limb from limb and impaled, it's still gonna be there. But like they might put that farther in the distance. I feel like comic books have a lot more room to. To be so creative and so they, brutal and They stuff. do now, but here's the thing. That's the cross started out as a webcomic because nobody would pick up the idea. It wasn't until it started getting popular that people started showing interest and in buying them. And um, I think, it too, you know, it's just the creative writing and the art is really good. And it, people, it reached out to not the usual comic book fan, which is like there should be no usual comic book or video game fan. It <laughs> yeah, should be like true. it's just a medium the same way podcasts are like you should be able to find any type of podcast i know i think when they first came out um i don't remember what they're about but i know the first ones i i'd heard about were mostly political 
uh, people talking and opinion stuff on like real world events and then eventually it started bleeding into a couple celebrities started some mostly talking about their music careers and then comedians started getting into it and it's grown and now you could name any genre and you'll find people talking about it there's history there's true crime um and there's like uh other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Comic <laughs> books. And oh, this this one. Why don't I just this one? More yeah, on. exactly. More pop culture-ish, but video game themed. Video game themed. Is there any um, type of like storyline that you've seen and you're like, I don't want to play a game in that world? Oh, that's a good question. I've never... Um, Is it like that I don't like it? Or is it that like it's so difficult to It's so like, like it's something you might not like. Okay, so... There's a few games I know. They there there's a I think they're Japanese and like it was themed around depression, and it's like it looks super creative and great. And I would highly recommend somebody who wanted a deep story. But for me, I just could see like I, I could see that affecting me a bit too much. And I'd like to play it someday, but I'm not ready for it now. Actually, the one game that it's it's gonna be difficult to play, but I did want to play with you is Outlast Two, the one that I was telling you about. That hopefully soon we're gonna be able to play. After we finish out the first Outlast, it's a horror game, right? It's supposed to be super duper scary. But it's it's based in, um, I think it's in Arizona. You drop like in the desert, and um, you're on a plane, and the plane like crashes or something like that. Yeah. And um, you get out, and it's you and this girl, but you you're by yourself whenever you crash land on the. I think it's a helicopter. Yeah. And um, you're surrounded by all these satanic people that are Ooh. doing these crazy things and. There's sounds like I, I I kind of um can put it in that like a uh, that stage of your comic book because like you're framing it like super brutal visceral because there's a there's actually a scene where you go into like a room and there's a bunch of dead fetuses everywhere oh, yeah, and it's that, like that's bad that's like crossed yeah, yeah that's not a good thing you don't want to walk in and see yeah it's like super bad so that's that's one game that Pop we are eyes, gonna play how, how could you lie to me <laughs> we're gonna play it we're gonna Let's play it. It. we're gonna try it. But um, um, that's pretty intense. You're gonna that sounds like Cross. Yeah, like I said, there's Cross does stuff like that too. They they don't leave anything untouched. Put it that way. It, it's intense. It is intense. Not for everybody, but like I said, it's um also I don't want to say it's just for Edge Masters. There is a good story in there too, and all of the issues. There's a, there's very interesting characters, which makes you feel more about them whenever they get hurt. You think it's banned in some places? Oh, it has to be. Right. Well, in general, I think a lot of they're banned in the places where they ban. A lot of stuff. Australia? Hmm. No, maybe not. Oh, you know. Well, Australia actually banned quite a uh, Outlast games. 2 yeah. for a couple months. I'd have to Google it. But, um. What was my. Where's I going? <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a. What's that game? Oh, man. People, I said, what's that game? And it's like one of the most popular ones in the world. It's mostly about stealth, or originally it was about stealth. Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that, the stealth <laughs> game. There's, um, I forgot which one it was, but you're playing as a guy named Ryu, I think, and there's a scene where you're going underwater and you have to hold your breath. So throughout the game, you'll have to go surface for little bits of time and then to catch your breath and then go down, swim a bit, and you're trying to like navigate through all this uh, debris that's fallen through because you're on an oil platform that has collapsed. That level, as much as I, I really do enjoy that game, but that level was way too intense for me because I have like a thing about like suffocating and whenever I'm playing a level like that and a lot of games have where you have to like control your breathing it's just like this is like no have you played Sonic 2? no where you're going it's on the second level of Sonic 2 Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and uh it goes uh, and it makes it so intense and it's yeah. Sonic 
Yeah. It's literally Sonic, but That's it's just the intent. And then you see him, like, he dies and he just, well, like, drowns. Yeah, man, Mario did, like, their, their haunted castle levels were super creepy, man. The whole thing about, like, ghosts that you can't touch, but, uh, like, they can hurt you. Yeah. And, like, they, you have to wait for the light. That, that level was scary for me going through. Also, the fire levels. Whenever they're really good about, like, bringing the tension to you. And I guess, too, just something felt... Like vis- like visually, like the rest of the game is so like cheery, and then you get to a level where there's fireballs coming around, and it looks a little bit like hell light. Mm-hmm. That it's like it's a bit too intense. And I don't know if you anybody remembers. I think it's an ooh, I want to say Super Mario Two, where there's a scene where you're in a castle, and there's like fire all throughout the background, and you get on these cage like it's like a fence. And there's turtles on it, and oh, you have to like you have to hit them. Yeah, you have to pop them off. That yeah, was a fun yeah. level, but people never really stopped to think like, why are there you know fences in this castle? It's like, oh, this is a cage. <laughs> there are cages in this castle. I never thought of that. Yeah, you just think, think of the levels. obstacles. You don't really think exactly. of the exactly. <laughs> I did. I was like having a traumatic experience of why are there cages? Why are people the, the turtles are just crawling away from the flames. <laughs> oh my God. Think about it. Where did, they were the only living things in there were like the turtles and then ghosts. And then you would just hit them off. I mean, exactly. It's like those were, they were the ghosts of those turtles. You hear the whole theory of Mario is the true villain of. Yeah, I've heard that. That <laughs> makes sense. Like that the whole he's part of a species that like dominate over other species. Something, something with, like, like that. Yeah. yeah, they're like Princess Peach and uh, Plum too. There's another princess with like, the yellow dress. What was her name? Uh, Daisy. Daisy. And uh, Luigi, they're part of some sort of royal... Like, you always see them in charge of lands that have different-looking people. Like, she's in charge of the Toad Kingdom, where everybody looks like a little person that's just wearing a mushroom hat. They're not really mushroom people, but she's in charge of it. And Daisy's in charge of another kingdom that has, like... uh, Is she? I don't know. I never knew... Daisy... I never yeah, knew what her. I just thought she just got what with Luigi. <laughs> well, no, dude, there was like a thing with uh. What well, maybe she's a princess. Uh, th- there's so. a whole thing with the one where they got the hats. What's that game with the possesses people? Oh, uh, Odyssey. Odyssey, and it's like different realms. There's the people populating it. They're all around that theme, right? Mm. Daisy's not in that game. And here's the thing, too. They're only person who's in charge of like a different city. I don't know how did I get it confused. When we look it up, like yeah, there's a thing that they're actually they just rule over people. And Bowser is the only one who's in charge of a kingdom who doesn't look like an anthropomorphic human. And you see different species all around his kingdom. Like he's just trying to be free. He's just trying. Yeah, he's like yeah, that's where he's the refugees. Everybody who's like run away from a kingdom. <laughs> like that's why there's no turtle kingdom. They were they they rebelled. Today we talk about Mario uh, theories. That's why. That's why there's ghost versions of all the people in his kingdom, because they've all been destroyed. Like the, that's why oh Mario, that's why Mario was fine busting into that castle and knocking turtles off the off the the fence. You guys are trying to escape. No, them. catch fire. The mushrooms, all the little mushroom people. Yeah. He just goes and squashes I, all of the them. The very first video game, whenever you're fighting the uh, what is it the Goombas? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Is also isn't Goomba like a racist name for Italian people? <laughs> I, don't I just realized it is. I swear that it is. The very first thing you do, there's just a random Goomba walking in your direction. And obviously, if you bump into him, you die. You could jump over him, but that's usually the first thing that you kill, too. Yeah. You just kill a random person walking. Think about that. He Did doesn't you bite the, you. He doesn't. That first Goomba in the very first uh, Mario, when oh, you think about it, it's yeah. the most. It's the villain that's killed the most okay. amount of Because, like, yeah, nobody players. expects yeah. him coming out there. It's All like, they had to do is jump there's over. There's just a bunch of kids. There's a bunch of people that don't know how to play the game. There's, well, the there's... first time, that was like a lot of people's first video game altogether. Yeah. I still die from that. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes. He's always surprising. So it was running out at Mach 10. Yeah. It was it, the whole uh, Mario Kingdom 
universe is inspired by a misunderstanding. He's just walking into this land. It's like, is this person attacking to me? But like, they don't have any lungs, so they can't talk. And he's just like, you know, going about his merry little business. And then murder. Blah. One of them kills the other. But then it makes a nice, a nice little noise. It does. What does it make? What does it sound like? Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> but anyways, back to the comic. Oh, yeah. What about? Uh, <laughs> you're talking about Metal Gear Solid, though. Oh, the you're talking about the... I didn't like the fear that you yeah. get. Well, that's what. Um, why I don't think I would like to play a video game of a crossed universe. Because bad things happen to everybody. Even if it's not like the monster worst, you're going to either experience loss or get hurt in a brutal way. And it's just the threat of not just dying, but dying in a super gruesome way. And it's very much like in the... like mad max universe type of things where they like are i don't know how you would explain like this uh the post-apocalyptic themes they had for a while where people would like decorate everything with like human remains that's what these people are like and it just seems terrifying if that was running at me it's bad enough reading in the comics like they're legit scary <laughs> because like ultimately they're not super villains you know whenever you shoot someone they get hurt and they'll die from the blood but they're so great it's like everybody's on pcp and steroids and angry and it's 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 intense they're like that person that ate off that dude's face in literally Florida. yeah you see people do that all the time that reminded me of crossed really yeah like that's how it is like there's parts where for the most part everybody's regular crazy and that like they're running around stabbing biting and hitting people then you get some that are a little bit smarter and they work in groups mm-hmm. and then you get some that are a little bit smarter than that are a good amount and they can actually plan things out and those are the scarier ones and the, the fact that they start off with different levels of intelligence make them scary to begin with because smart there's a, zombies exactly basically well they start off pretty much like a smart zombie and that like you know they could sort of you know they they see a door and they can figure out that there might be a person behind it so they'll go like you know run through the door but there can might they be open things exactly yeah they can that's, oh, uh, that's scary. exactly because they're like i said they're just like a regular crazy person they knew how doors worked before they can figure it out now they're not just going to keep bumping into it they might you know run into it until they hurt themselves and you know that might make them a little bit weaker but you also got to worry about getting infected yourself if they make any blood so I, I it's not so much smart zombie as just like regular crazy person like they don't they might do things that would hurt themselves and don't make sense like a lot of them run around naked so whenever uh it turns winter they a lot of them tend to die off but there's always some that are smart enough that they start turning people into clothes those are scarier oh. then there's some that are smart enough to dress up in regular clothes and trap people those are also scary they also do something called bio boobies which is very yeah it's basically it's not it's, it's uh they set up like a booby trap like they'll pick oh, a pit okay. with sticks in it but they put like their bodily fluids on the stick so whenever you fall into it you get infected like they're oh, wow. that level of smart which is like you know that's clearly still primitive but they understand that they're infectious and they want to infect you too yeah i know it's intense that is intense I, i'll send you a Make one a game off. Oh man, no! Like I said, I was like, I don't want to want to live in that world. I'll send you a link to one of the the one-offs that they did, so it's like just encapsulated in one comic because you can find them online pretty easy. It's one of the few comics that I could find pretty easily, and I think it's because I'll find it easily online. I should finish my sentences because it was started off online. Yeah, I think there might be plans to make um, a series of it, but there, I'm, I'm pretty sure they are gonna turn it down quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. a little too. Yeah, even turn. Part of me is like, it turned down. They're gonna if they, uh, how good could it be? Or they'll just say, the writing is very good. I mean, too, you could get if it's, you know, you could do some really intense stuff without showing it on screen. Like, and a lot of it too is 
before they show you the horrible stuff, they'll show you people's reaction to it, which I think is real smart. People reacting to like the horror or the awe of like, you know, the horror of I can't believe the person I love most has turned into a monster trying to kill me. That reaction face versus like, oh my gosh, this is like a pile of skeletons. That reaction face. And then there's the other reaction. Then the occasional one of like watching them turn around, look at you like terrified. And then they just start smiling and laughing because they've become infected and watching the rash grow on their face as they get ready to attack you. It's terrifying. It is a good book. It's a good book. Good read. Good read. Very, very good. Like I'm super disappointed that I finished uh, this one. It was only, it had 18 issues and uh, like I said, it dropped it. It felt like it dropped it, but that's just how the universe is. Like sometimes things like the real world just goes on. Yeah, it's like that's what makes it like Walking Dead. But unlike Walking Dead, where there's like a main branch through the center of like this is the main story, and every now and then there's offshoots. It's like no, nah, it's like little bushes. Like this, this is the world now, and these are people living in it. And this, it's horrible. Is this series still going on? Well, that's the thing. It does series runs of stories, and there's been some up to like. Mm, it's the same people doing it. Though. A couple years. Uh, I think it might be this. Actually, I'm not too sure. I think it might be the same writer. It feels like the artist is different, and I think they let like guest writers come in. Oh, okay. Just to like it's more like a put in their own. Now, I think yeah, crazy thing. Exactly. Like you could be like, okay, this is the world. These are the rules that it works in, and you create your own characters. You don't have to. We almost can't. I think they might even have a rule about using people from different series, uh, different runs of it. Kind of so, like um, what is it called? A uh, that one show on Netflix. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black yeah, Mirror. Yeah, exactly like Black... Well, even less like that, but okay, I guess like in the theme of Black Mirror that they have a lot of the same technologies. So, yeah, I, I could see exactly like Black Mirror. Sounds good. Have you seen all of them nope. or some of them? Black, I've seen some of the Black Mirrors. Ooh, they're kind of very... <laughs> they're kind of... Yeah, <laughs> those they can are be the, bleak. Actually, those scare me a good That's amount. Me. Because it's like those are... A lot of them are about the future. And, and you can stuff. see stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. It's real things like putting things in your eyes that you could record your conversations and your and at first they make it seem not creepy at all and then they show you this is how it's misused yeah everything is misused yeah I mean, that's if, true if like 20 years ago they showed like how technology was going to be misused today that would just be oh. a real black mirror <laughs> yeah exactly well i just found out today that um the scientists who created uh the, the atomic bomb or nuclear bomb or whatever you know the one that we used in japan yes they suggested that it not be used on any population centers they said what they should do is take it to bikini atoll or whatever the islands where the some of the japanese were and detonate it around that area not to hurt anybody but to show them the power so that the people would get a demonstration of the strength they had and not actually hurt anybody and the military was like nope don't make that decision we're gonna <laughs> destroy people yeah i mean it's terrible thing i mean of course that's probably the lowest point of civilization oh we could go lower you think crossed has showed us well today i was watching actually by chance um a thing about it started off with about robots about they're making bipedal machines and robot exactly literally this is the direction that's going because uh, it was talking about the ethics of using them like what they're creating them for now Uh and the the bipedal robots basically robots that look are androids that look like people, you know, with two Ooh. legs and two arms. They're uh, showing like they're taking these two to a competition. They got to do like walk on some unsteady ground. They got to pick up a drill. And they're like, why are you making these robots? And they're like, oh, we're making them to be like, you know, rescue bots to save people from natural disasters. And the guy, the reporter's like, are you sure the military won't use them? And they're like, no, we don't want to use them for that. And 
there's a lady. <laughs> no, we don't want to use them for that. Exactly. What's... And later the point's made is the scientist doesn't get to decide what it's used yeah. for. And they're not the only ones who are making this. I mean, who? what was his name that made the uh, atomic bomb? Um, uh, the... I don't remember. But here's the thing to remember. Einstein came up with the yeah. formula. Energy times matter. Like and he that. said that he said he didn't want that to he be didn't used want to be. for... Yeah, nobody did. A lot of the scientists, like, didn't want it to happen. It was like... But we were going up. There's always I could always but and if and, but it, it happened. It's well, horrible, actually, but it I, should show. I was playing Wolfenstein 2 recently because I bought it. it was, remember I sent you a picture of the three games that I bought? Yeah. <laughs> it was a buy two, get one free at GameStop for pre-owned games. Quite I had a deal. For, GameStop, for 30 sponsor bucks. us. <laughs> for 30 bucks, I got three games. But, um, man, I, I need to tell you about that deal later because <laughs> it was so good. But, uh. I was playing it, and um, the story is that uh, this guy, he's an American. Uh, he's in the U.S. Army, and he's fighting the Nazis in 1945. Back in the time yeah. when he fought Nazis. <laughs> okay. And uh, he he was going to fight the like the leader, which, of course, it's in the game. It's not Hitler. but Really? I didn't know that. We mean, of course. That's a big surprise. Well, I mean, they wouldn't put Hitler in the game. Really? Isn't he you in, like, early? Well, he's in Doom. Right, I don't remember. We'll go He's on. Kind of in Doom, but uh, they—it's this dude, and he has a burned-off face, and he's doing like these experiments on people, and you fall through this, the ground, and you see like um, bodies that are like hanging, and they're they're spread open like from the backside, and stuff like that, and not like the butt, but like the back area and the well, back like of the, the head. Blood and, eagle, oh, yeah, kinda. everything, and um, and then uh. He traps you, and he find like he knows that he, that your team is there trying to kill him, and he already knows like he planned it all out. So he kills like one of the guys. He um, you have to choose which guy he kills actually. Which That's is, not nice. I hate doing that. I hate those moments. And um, he uh, so you run outside and you like jump, and a piece of metal hits your head, and you you basically become like dumb. Okay. <laughs> and uh. I don't know. How, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> well, what happens? You, you next? get mental issues, okay? okay. And uh, wow. you... <laughs> you, you, uh, so you're in this mental hospital. I mean, it's and, so much um, worse than it needed to be. <laughs> and you, you see through his eyes, right? All this stuff happening, and basically, the the leader is sending, um, you know, his sergeants or whatever to go and obtain people from the mental institution like without the doctor's will like he's like no these are my patients and he like smacks them in the face and he takes them right and then he and then one day he comes in he's like you're you're of no use to me and and stuff like that anymore and he's like the the what's his name has is done using these patients and uh your mental institution is is no longer needed so he starts like killing everybody right all the and he he sh- he's about to shoot you, and you you know you hit him and stuff like that. But then you find out that um, in this world the Nazis bombed us. <laughs> oh, okay. And we surrendered after that. And so he's like, "Where uh, where are the troops? There has to be some troops left." And she's like, "There's none. There's no troops left. There's no U.S. The U.S. surrendered and everything." And it's like interesting to think of a world like that, horribly, where actual like evil will triumph. I guess you could say that evil still triumphs. I mean, but, in a way, yeah, violence, yeah. the one with the most violence wins. Yeah. And there's lots of people who dislike us who would be like, yeah, it's still, we, we see you guys in a, as imperialists and bad. And all your 
you know, well, we're not as bad as is that you're not as bad as those people that you beat and like are now telling us about their history. Like, oh, I could see, I could see that point being being raised. But yeah, I, I'm I'm in. Oh, what is it? I heard somebody say that right now we live in a uh, a boring dystopia. <laughs> that is like that is a perfect explanation of it. They're like, you're not oppressed, are you? And it's like, no, but uh, you know, I got a really I can cheap. Be. <laughs> I got. Oh, I was gonna say, just because you're not personally like oppressed, it's like, okay, you've seen uh, the Hunger Games. Yes, we're basically living in Pan Am. You know, we may not be the highest class people, but we're definitely benefiting from the system that is around us. It is the people around us and the countries around us who live in the districts, who are like you know dystopian areas. That we are either directly related for creating or at least for sustaining. Because basically, if everybody was as rich as us, we wouldn't have people to get things cheap for us and everything would be expensive and we would question our leaders a lot more. That's sort of what uh, was it? Uh, Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones. Um, well, yeah, them too. Yeah, basically, everybody's happy as long as things are going good for them and they don't care as much about, you know, other people being hurt. That's true. And I guess, you know, I hate to say it, like, you know what I mean? That's like the, my all of our electronics was made by really, you know, people in unfortunate situations that could be better if not for us, like, lording over them. That's true. I but, mean, alas, there's always going to be is a there, leader though? that... I don't believe it so. It sucks, I but don't. with a winner, there's always going to be a loser. That's true. But it's, no, it does there, though. I'm just, this is my hope. For machines. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Or everyone loses. That would also work. I guess if everybody's dead, nobody suffers. The machines. <laughs> save us from ourselves. Doomsday. What, what if it? robots start their own? Uh, <laughs> me and They're my friends, we actually come up with this thing at Whataburger. Because I work at Whataburger, by the way, if anyone doesn't know that. Um, but we have this thing where <laughs> whenever things are beeping and they don't stop, at work and we'll like keep trying to press it those we'll say that they're talking to each other <laughs> and that they're, they're like they know exactly what we're saying and we're they're gathering all this information and they're sending it to their isn't that what be? our cell phones are doing I mean not oh, sending internet. it to people but sending it to like there's that whole Facebook thing with the the AI start talking to itself or whatever exactly well, that's my point like I don't think that if there was a machine uprising it's never gonna be like in Terminator you don't think they, it doesn't have to be. It would be 100% be sex bots everywhere, like in Rick like and Morty. Us, we're just going to give them our decisions. It's like, okay, um, I can hit buy now instead of putting all my card information in. And they just keep logging more and more information. And Amazon will start loading up stuff that they anticipate you to buy. Doesn't mean they're right all the time that you end up buying this, but if they see you buying reg, uh, people in an area buying umbrellas a certain time of year they start setting those up that's just anticipatory and because it's anticipatory it makes it easier for us to buy things and so eventually there'll be a function where it's like you don't even have to order the umbrella it'll just be on its way because you lose it or you throw it away right we're just just straight up going to give all of our choices to machines eventually there'll be some sort of machine you'll just be like oh man i I have these interests or whatever and you just give it your right to vote actually there's already amazon buttons have you seen that no oh wait wait yeah yeah they're like buttons and you just press it and they order it yeah something like that and then eventually it'll be like it'll order it without you needing to ask it'll order it oh like refrigerators like it says you're out of milk so it'll order milk (gasps) that would be awesome though they already have it. And that's the exact reaction. People will be like, I, I don't know who to vote for, but I want somebody 
who does this, this, and this, and the machine will be like, okay, we know what your interests are. We'll vote for you. And you'll be like, thanks, robot overlord. And the next thing you know, it'll be attached to your head so that way it knows what you're thinking. It's like, you don't even have to do anything. Don't even worry about it. I would sign up for that, and other people would too. I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, they're like, oh, I want it. They're not going to sell it like that. They're going to be like, this will help you not have an aneurysm. This will help log your thoughts. If you're hurt or something, you'll you'll be good. And there'll be people who protest against it who'll say, like, we don't want it. But most people will go along with it and be like, this is the best thing ever. I mean, technology always goes on no matter what. Well, I mean, like, there's always that exception. Devil's advocate. You think? <laughs> that stuff. I mean, eventually will become technology. I think... That's a possibility. Will it become technology? Yeah, it'll be that'll be the fuse. It'll be like you like you join us or to be destroyed. And so like you're at first there were just it. normal workers working in factories, but then it became robots, and now it's going to be like people robots. Working no, in not factories. necessarily. There won't be the factory. It'll be like they'll share. Okay, I could see like uh, okay, we need more processing power, and you know people they need or the monitors that we start wearing like on our wrists to for like was it the iWatches? It's like it's a cell phone, but a big. One of the main functions is it tracks your heart rate and what you eat. And sometimes they can even track oh like your God. sweat levels. So I never eventually, pictured how much in the future we're already at. Exactly, man. So eventually they come up with something for your mind. You got uh, my, all this stuff goes wrong with your brain. They'll come up with something you put on the side of your head or a chip or even just something on your wrist. And it like helps monitor certain things. If it sees that you're uh, a stressful, stressful event could be coming up on the news. It'll change the channel for you. And then at some point it's like, we got extra orders in at amazon we need some more processing power and it'll borrow a little processing power from your brain and it's like you won't even uh, notice you'll just like zone out slightly more and then like for a few seconds because the load will be shared like across a block and then boom you like just slow eventually it shares a little bit more you know and then a few years down you get the upgrade and that like i don't like this more. idea anymore. i think it's fantastic <laughs> you're, you're not you're looking at it wrong you'll, i guess so. you'll want to become one of us uh what one of us <laughs> One of I mean, us. I actually, One the computer is actually us. listening to us right now. If you, and there you go. I'm, I'm with you. Is all I'm saying, computer. Computer. I'm here to it. join. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds fun. <laughs> kind of. Oh, it will be. It'll just be like, can you just, you know, stimulate it's be like the part real of my brain? steel boxing too? Have you seen Real Steel? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be like that too. I hope so. I want to see Real Steel boxing. Oh, definitely. That would be pretty cool. Well, they got Robot Wars already, but it's not like the boxing. Yeah, They're not like, anthropomorphic. It's just like a little stab thingy that just tries stabbing the other robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, or there's like now, a flamethrower. They can be exciting. They can be exciting, but I want to see robot violence is more. I want to see a person robot. like Yeah, androids. Yeah. And I want exactly. them to have powers like the X-Men. You could do it with the machine. Put oh. laser beams in its head. I want middle claws launching out. You know, I want freaking laser beam hands. Super cool. Super cool. So what other games do you find maybe uncanny? That's a big thing that scares me, actually. Uncanniness. Well, uncanny like in the valley or the X-Men? What do you mean? What do you mean? I I can't understand you. (laughs) What do you mean by uncanny? Like, uh, well, okay. For one thing... Especially the, I guess, I feel like games haven't gone into that way, like the Uncanny Valley more. Well, I guess they even, do. They go tons of times where it's like, oh man, this I can't look at this person. They just look too much like a machine. But I mean, make it so it becomes a horror game. You know what I mean? Like, make it actual horror. 
Somehow. I feel like they could take advantage of that. A little bit. Make it a little bit more uncanny. I know a lot of movies add a lot of stuff just to make you feel a little bit more scared. Like noises and... Oh, does Silent Hill does that. They put little background noises in it and stuff. And it's supposed to induce like... I've heard like sometimes if you have like headphones, it senses headphones. Then they'll... Like they change the hertz that the sound's coming out at or something. So... It's like uh, it seems more scary just by the vibe. Movies do that, mm-hmm. but it mostly only works in if you have surround sound or if you're watching it in the theater because that's where they have like the good speakers to do that. I feel like games could take more advantage of that. Maybe they do. You just don't have the right setup. Maybe <laughs> you're right. Any one of those gamer chairs where they put a plug in your brain. See, I'm talking about all the chips in your brain, and you're like, oh, I don't want that. But as soon as a video game came out with it, you'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Probably. Plug yeah. me up. Take out my spine to make room. Where, like, the game is just through my eyes. Like, I don't have to watch a monitor or anything. It's just... I like just that look one around. Of, uh, that one episode of Black Mirror? Yeah. <laughs> I basically want it like that. <laughs> also, like the idea... I want the Oculus that time Rift condenses to be in my eyes. All right? Make that happen, Bobby. Please. I want to rift in my eyes, so I'm going to stab you in it. <laughs> what do you think about the VR, virtual reality? Mm, you I, think that's the next step for gaming? I could see. Yeah. I think that's definitely where people are trying to go. And the possibilities are there. The big issue... People are getting a lot of your call? smackies. <laughs> it's comfort. Making something that's comfortable to wear. You could people are a little more tolerant of a new technology if the uh, if it's a little glitchy, but if it's like if it can be comfortable enough, like if I don't want right now the the big thing is like mobile, like mobile uh, VR games where you put like a camera and a little holder, and they got special apps and programs that like will play a game for you. But a lot of phones right now have overheating issues, and it's like more so than having a light next to my eyes. I don't want something hot right on my face. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, it's I could definitely see that being. I've done it with my phone thing. and my eyes start sweating. Exactly. <laughs> my eyes start sweating. You're just gonna start seeing like everything's gonna get blurry. It's because <laughs> all the condensation on your freaking cell phone. You know, pull it off. It's like oh, it's my eye sweat. You got little eyelashes on there. It's gross. It's gross. That's gross. Hey, I had a question for you. I got an answer for you. I asked this question at work. So, um, the avocado bacon burger. Ooh. It's a isn't it a sandwich because it comes between two toasts? Oh, now that is a good question. Are, is, are sandwiches between toast and burgers are between buns? You know what? That... I think it's one of those things where we have reached an era <laughs> where we're redefining things. It is it is currently at a stage where it is both because it has ingredients that I consider typical sandwich ingredients, such as avocado. You're so close to <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like sandwiches are between toast or like between bread. Well, I've definitely had buns or bread. I've had poor people burgers where it's like, be happy you have a patty. Here's some <laughs> toast on top. Be glad it wasn't a, you know, tortilla. Although I've had a burger <gasps> and a tortilla. Yes, I have. And it is pretty dang good. Have a burger patty. Make the ingredients you want it. Put it in a tortilla. You're set. It really is. It's easier to hold. It's just a taco. No, it's not because there's a burger <laughs> patty in it. We're transcending realms. It's a baco. Our turger. No, it's a turger. Is a taco a, a sideways just, burger? Just do it. 
The taco. There's ground beef in it. And lettuce and tomato. Well, I never thought about that. What if you got the ground beef and shaped it like a hot dog, but put it in a tortilla? What is that other than unholy? I saw a thing on, uh, was it Facebook? Somebody, a friend sent a link where they they shaved carrots like you do, Mm -hmm. full-length carrots. They made a marinade, um, put them in the marinade in like a glass pan kind of thing. Put it in the oven, and I was like, okay, see where this is going. Probably a light stew or just marinated carrots. Like, I could dig that. Then they picked up the carrots and put them between a hot dog bun and covered in stuff. And they made you, it was of a quote-unquote vegetarian hot dog. And it's like, no. It was just regular, flaky, cheap-looking hot dog buns and a boiled carrot in the center. I don't care what you say. Just no. I'm fine with vegan dogs, but it's like... I'm even fine if somebody wanted to Carrot do that on their own. Like, no, man, they had like four different ways to hot make it. Carrot? It's terrible. Ooh. It wouldn't be Carrot Dog. It would be a hot carrot. It would just be an abomination is what it was. Yeah, you're right. What's the best burger like that you've had? Ooh, tough question. But definitely, hmm, I have to be. I really liked the Mushroom Swiss combination. Really? Whenever people started using that, well, which I one? don't usually buy it Whataburgers everywhere. Whataburgers or uh, uh, McDonald's no. or Sonics? I have it everywhere. You know... I hate to say right now, I'd say I think it's McDonald's. Really? They had a top one now. Obviously, the real best burger, uh, mushroom Swiss burger I ever had was at a restaurant. But that that one was like just like a family restaurant that closed down. I think it was called Naomi's or Wiffle Tree or something. I don't remember even what the name was because it was a while back. Was but it I remember here? It was here? here. It was um, Yeah, in the area. It was re- aerial. But, uh, I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, and it was like the first place where I saw it put out and I ordered it it was delicious and then I started uh, started seeing that people like other restaurants were starting to carry it like fast food restaurants and I was super stoked did you enjoy it everywhere though pretty much yeah, yeah. the water burger uh, I usually can count on that being something I like a lot of times it comes with like grilled onions which I like what about you what's your favorite burger um I, I love the A1 burger it's oh, just yeah. something about when it when it's man. around They're, yeah I, I know it was supposed to come back it's still not there. For anyone that doesn't know, it was supposed to come back last month, and they got me all excited for it at work. And then the day that it was supposed to come out, I was like, is it out yet? And they were like, it's not coming out ever. And I'm like, no. A1 Burgers, for me, from uh, Whataburger, that's like the that's like the, the girl that I like to smash with that all my friends hate. They were like, hey, man, you know, anytime we're near a certain area, they're like, oh, we know what you're going to ask for. Like, just drop me off over here. You guys can leave. <laughs> like, oh, you're ruining the day. We're supposed to be having fun together. I'm going to have You guys have fun when you hear the story later. I was like, yeah, when well, we have to pick you up and all your money's gone, they're kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I got my discount. So what's your discount? Half off. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> it was pretty good. Though. What if I'm picking up a burger for you? <laughs> Hey, you can. Oh, <gasps> uh, I I I get breakfast because breakfast is pretty cheap at Whataburger, so I'll get it for like a dollar thirty for the dude. Whataburger breakfast looks so good. The only time I'm up there to get them is whenever I don't go to sleep though, and, and I like get like the first stuff out. Yeah, I never wake up early enough to go there. It's so good. I I didn't think it was gonna be that good, but whenever I tried, I was like, damn, that's some good breakfast, man. I never so tried the know. pancakes though. I've never had them either. I've only ever had like their chicken biscuits. I love chicken biscuits. Chicken oh, biscuits, gravy, yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken biscuits with like, it was like the spicy honey butter, ra- honey butter spicy uh, raspberry ranch or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that Ridiculous. one. Oh my God, that just reminded me. You know what I saw today? 
What? They have raspberry M&M's. I know. You're making a disgusted face uh, because it's a podcast. I agreed. It was disgusting looking. I'll probably try some. <laughs> like you said, you always try something once, right? No, no, no. I always go at least like, you know, uh, five or ten times. Oh, because, my God. You no, know, for real. Because like, sometimes like you might try something and it's like it could be the area you're in. So try it somewhere else. Maybe they made it a little different or maybe your taste buds weren't ready for it. Maybe you ate something weird that inf- afflicted your palate. Do you try, try these multiple more times? than once? Do I try what? <laughs> people. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, yeah. It's getting pretty late, Bobby. So you're pretty I late. Think, I think we should call it an <laughs> episode. It's an episode. Thanks for showing. Tell Thanks us guys for talk. listening. We you can watch the other three on Anchor on Google Podcasts on other things that anchor puts them out on we'll learn we're, eventually we're not too sure when people check it out uh we're starting our new youtube channel uh thumbs up we're gonna start playing some games we just started bloodborne and you can check it out uh roads right <laughs> that my name r-o-d-z hey, what is it count fun bits yeah you can see count fun bits in action that's not my name that's the name of the character yeah that's no, why. they don't know the way you're saying it's weird <laughs> Oh, you because you came up with that because of the story, right? The comic. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, was like it was the like, comic crossed as like people have weird names. Yeah, and then uh, you could watch. What else did we play? Oh, uh, Evil Within. Yeah, start watching good, that good playthrough. Games. It's gonna be fun. I like how whenever we played the Evil Within, and then you were like, "We need to do something that's not horror. Let's play." bloodborne where you first thing you do is like you know you have to sell your soul get a blood transfusion fight a werewolf and your friends are tiny little you know std ghosts that you got to step on to get help you yeah. have to step on these little oh they're like baby skeleton fun. ghosts it, pretty fun yeah it is a fun game check it out oh, and they like crawl on you and stuff that was super creepy it was awesome. like how, that's not what friends do they don't wake you up like that <laughs> i don't know maybe no all right it's done we're over bye guys thanks we love you